I need your help. I have to ask Lorraine out, but I don't know how to do it. All right, okay, listen, keep your pants on. She's over in the cafe. All right, there she is, George. Now just go in there and invite her. Okay, but I don't know what to say. Well, just say anything, George. Say, well, whatever's natural. Well, the first thing that comes into your mind. Nothing's coming to my mind. And that's from Back to the Future, I think part one. And uh, we've all been in those situations where you just are put on the spot and you have to say something to someone important. Maybe it's a boss. Maybe you're going on an interview for college. Maybe you're just meeting a person for the first time on a date. And what do you say? What happens? Most of us get a little anxious and that paralyzes our mind. And one of the big mistakes we make is we think, Will they like me? And if you're thinking, will they like me? You're not thinking, will I like them? And if you shift that focus to, oh, what am I liking about her? What 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 am I curious about? What does she enjoy? What music? What hobbies? What sports? Does she play a sport? If you shift your focus from self-judgment, am I good enough? to what do I like about her? It makes all the difference in the world. And that's one of the many things we talk about on the show. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And I'm a clinical psychologist, and even though it's not therapy, it's an opportunity for you to get some advice from a therapist and maybe uh, put you on a different thought path. And right now, I want to welcome Whitney to the phone, uh, actually to the show. You're dealing with depression? Um, I've suffered for about a year, um, but I'm kind of feeling like I might need to come off my medicine. And I just want a question about um, what you think. Well, I can, can I give you a little background first? Okay. Uh, when you talk about medicine, let me just give you some framework here. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of coming off medication, you're being followed by a psychiatrist, I'm assuming? or. Um, not really anymore. It's been so long and I've been doing so well that I really just get prescribed. Okay. On Have you, when you say you're doing well, Whitney, are you learning thinking skills? Are you t- getting any cognitive therapy? No. Okay. Because here's one of the problems with medication. If you have not been monitored and if you are trying to just wean yourself off of them or get off of them, you really need to know about the medication, how to get off of it, and you simultaneously want to build the self-confidence that you have learned the skills or made the changes in your life. For example, if you were out of a job for a really long time, Whitney, and then finally you're employed and you're so happily employed and you have friends at the job and you know that the situation has changed and that you're nowhere near a depression anymore. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I definitely would take ha- make a visit to a doctor, though, and right. do it with medical help. Y- you want to give me a little background? Go ahead. Um, yes, the the whole thing, the whole reason I became depressed. I had a major depressive episode, but it only lasted about two weeks, um, and it was right at the time that I was trying a new birth control. And I just, I'm a psychology major, and okay. so I learn all about these things. And I just wondered um, if it really could have been situational or if that medicine could have put me in such a downfall that, you know, I needed medicine, of course, to get out of it. But I just wonder if now that I'm off birth control and having no problems, if I really am still depressed at all or if I really was or if it was just the medicine. Have you had a history of being depressed before? No. Not like that? 
No, I um, came back. I'm in college, and I came back to college. And um, I always have a little problem with adjustment, but it takes me a couple of days to get over it. And I came back to college and just could not, I couldn't get out of bed. I just was majorly depressed. So I went home, went to the doctor, and they put me on some meds, told me I was in a, a major episode. Um, but soon after I got on the medicine, it didn't even take the full, you know, four weeks, two to four weeks to, right, to, kick, in. to kick in. I just started feeling better. And I've been on it now for a year and a half. I've never had any problems since. Yeah. I also haven't been taking that medicine. So I just don't know if my personal situation, um, how to tell. Oh, that's really he, and that's a hard one to factor out, and you definitely need a medical doctor. I don't know okay. what's in a birth control pill. Let uh-huh. me let me just say a few words though. Um, mm-hmm. You when you were in the deep depression, the question is right. what thoughts were going through your mind, because the psychological aspect of depression is what you want to track, and you don't want right. to feel you don't want to be left with. But now I feel better. You want to know what's changed. You don't want to ever exactly. leave something in a mushy feeling state. So what what thoughts were going through your mind when you went into that two week depression? It was it was un completely unknown. I had no idea why I was feeling so terrible. Um, I mean, my parents had gone through divorce a couple of years back, and I was dealing with it and trusting to college. So I can see some situational things that definitely were going on, but those were not the thoughts that I was having during that depression. It was literally, what is wrong with me? I have no idea what's going on. This is all so sudden, but I just feel terrible. It was completely just, I mean, I wasn't necessarily, I mean, I was having some suicidal thoughts, but not any kind of serious suicidal thoughts, just questioning, you know, why I was in this position. Those were really the thoughts I was going through in my head. Okay, so if it, it, it wasn't that, oh my God, what if I fail college or what if I no, find was, a boyfriend no. and get divorced? There was no content. It was a, sometimes was no when you think of anxiety, sometimes people have free floating anxiety. They're just so revved up. They're so anxious. And you ask them, what's it about? And they say, I don't know. I, I just feel so revved up. You know, the way that someone yeah. would feel if they were given some medication. And maybe that is exactly all that's happened, in which case it's really sad that they gave you a diagnosis of major depression and you want to find out more about birth control pills and the particular one that you were on. And I don't know if you could uh, call your OBGYN person, your gynecologist, and definitely get as much information as you can. You're already a student, you know, a psych student. So get the information you can about what that birth control does. Because if you decide to go into the field of psychology, you need to be able to rule out a medical cause to a problem. Uh-huh. I mean, I can think of being on uh, medication myself where, you know, you're coming out of anesthesia and you are definitely not yourself. No, or, yeah. you, or you're given some medication. I remember once I was given an inhalant because I had the flu and I needed to be able to talk on air, some steroid. And man, that put me, that put me flying. <laughs> I just, I was very anxious too. And that was just medication-induced. So it's always important. One of the first rule-outs you want whenever you're feeling depressed or anxious is a medical rule-out. You want to make sure that it's not a thyroid condition, that it there's not something else systemic going on, and only your medical doctor can really tell you that. Then you can go to a psychologist if they give you a clean bill of health. Now, you're doing right. it, it backwards. If you find out that birth control can indeed cause this type of a mood, that particular pill can cause this type of a mood swing, Mm -hmm. 
then you want to be very good for yourself and not carry the label of major depression through life. Right. You want, because labels do what type of a thing to a person? Just, you just always think, you attribute, it causes a trip, you attribute everything to that. Oh, you know what, I'm just a depressed person, you know, I had a major episode once, and as opposed to, you know, I took birth control pills once, and I think I had an interaction, and it got misdiagnosed, and they thought I was in a depression, it's too bad I didn't see the medical doctor first, and so labels stick, and you don't want to do that to yourself, so um, I think that if you got a thorough, it would definitely be worth a medical doctor, going to see your uh, medical doctor, especially one, uh, your... uh, your uh, gynecologist. Great, and thank you. Not one last little tiny question. Okay. If by taking the um, if by taking the medicine, um, and I and I did not need it, would I have some? Sort of mania. Would oh, and, um, okay. Let me, you break. know what? Let me take this off the air because we're right at okay. the end of time here. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the rational basis of happiness. Give me a call toll free 1 877 DRKENNER. When I entered my marriage, I left my true self at the door. Now I don't even know who I am anymore. My girlfriend doesn't want to make anyone mad. I never know how she truly feels. And I'm clueless when it comes to pleasing her sexually. She won't express what she likes. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.